0: You're listening to Eco Chic, a podcast all about practical science and sustainability. My name is Laura Diaz and today we are talking about the fires currently going on in the Amazon rainforest. If you're new around here, I have a master's degree in climate science and solutions. This episode is like a special report type episode. I've been really, really distraught seeing photos online of the fires in the Amazon rainforest and I was looking around for a podcast to learn more about the situation and I really just couldn't find anything So I hope you find this helpful and really, really timely. Share it with your friends, send it to your family. I want people to understand climate change because this information is not just for scientists. The Amazon fires are affecting every single one of us. First, I want to start off with some statistics that you may have heard, some fun facts about the Amazon rainforest. It holds 20% of the world's fresh water and makes up 40% of the world's tropical rainforests. However, it's big claim to fame is that the Amazon rainforest is often called the lungs of the earth. It produces 20% of the air we breathe. So one fifth of the air you breathe. For some perspective, if you're 25 years old, the Amazon has supplied you with air for five years of your life. Obviously not exactly how it works, but just to give you some idea of how the Amazon literally supports human survival. Now let's set the scene. The Amazon rainforest has been on fire for three weeks. This episode is coming out on Thursday, August 22nd, which is day 17 of the burning. Every summer there are fires in the Amazon, they're natural. It's dry, the weather conditions are right for it, and fire can actually be a good natural way to maintain the carbon composition of a forest floor. However, these fires are uncontrolled and they're rampant fires that are currently engulfing almost 60% of Brazil. You've seen Brazil on the map. You know how big it is. You understand how much of this country is burning. There is an 84% rise in wildfires in Brazil compared to last year. The majority of news sources around the story have pointed out that the first few fires that started this larger widespread major emergency were intentional. The rainforest has been purposely burned for clearing land for cattle ranching beef production, deforestation completely tied to beef. So this is not a political podcast. I'm not gonna get into the controversies with Brazil's government and its loose environmental policies. The bottom line is that the land here has been burned aggressively to meet the global demand for beef. The Amazon rainforest is one of, if not the largest carbon sinks in the world. So a carbon sink is a body of land that will store carbon carbon sink, it'll sink into it, after it removes CO2 from the atmosphere. And that removal process is called carbon sequestration. So sequestration is a word that is thrown a lot around in the climate change world. And I just want you to understand that really just means it's taking out of the atmosphere and going into land. If you remember a carbon cycle diagram from like a sixth grade science class, essentially the carbon is being stored in the ground and it eventually be recycled back up into plants and not directly emitted into the atmosphere. So the reason that carbon sequestration is like so, so important is because it keeps our climate change levels really steady. It keeps the level of carbon in the atmosphere really steady so that we can better gauge temperature rise around the globe. And it also just keeps our atmospheric composition really steady so that we can survive as a human race. Because the Amazon rainforest is such a huge significant chunk of land for our planet, the loss of this particular carbon sink will accelerate climate change. Two degrees Celsius of warming is the maximum threshold for life to exist as we know it on planet Earth. I did an episode on the carbon budget, episode 69, and I'll link it in the show notes if you wanna go and learn more about that. The IPCC is a body of scientists that's the counterpart to the United Nations. The IPCC stands for Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. They're the world's leading authority on climate science and they release reports every five years or so and then special reports on specific topics in between. The IPCC has released different scenarios and graphs on how we can stay safe, quote unquote, from this two degrees of warming red line. I talk about this again in the carbon budget episode, but essentially there are no scenarios where we can save this planet, literally, without a massive shift in both our economy and the technology that's currently available. So it is actually going to be extremely hard already for us to meet these climate change goals to just maintain life on planet Earth. And this burning of the Amazon rainforest absolutely makes it significantly more difficult. On August 7th, 2019, the IPCC released its latest report. So again, today's the 22nd, so not that long ago, right around when the burning actually started. This new IPCC report was titled The Special Report on Climate Change and Land. And it stated that limiting climate change to well below that two degrees Celsius cannot be achieved without the land sector of all of these different scenarios, all these different models and they've put out. So to bring this back to the fires, again, the Amazon is an absolutely essential part of the global land base. We can't achieve these scenarios of staying safe from a global climate disaster without the Amazon, assuming the rest of the world is going to continue on as business as usual, or even if we become aggressively more aware of our climate change policies and our environmental impacts. All right, so now let's recap. The Amazon rainforest fires were intentionally set. The fires are a result of global demands for beef. The Amazon is an essential carbon sink and climate change will accelerate without the Amazon rainforest functioning at normal capacity. This is a lot of heavy information and it's really easy to feel distraught and helpless, but there are actually things that you can do. So the obvious answer is to start eating less beef. If you are reducing the demand for beef, supply will also decrease. Econ 101, you know this. I have a few episodes on transitioning to a plant-based diet that I can leave in the show notes if you want some help and some encouragement. But I also want to encourage you to vote. We need massive sweeping change in our environmental policies around the world. We need to hold corporations accountable for their emissions. The US is the world's biggest emitter and absolutely needs a president who will do something to curb that impact. Again, this is not a political podcast. The environment and climate change should not be a divided political topic. This is quite literally about our survival. I haven't even talked about the biodiversity that will be lost. The Amazon rainforest is actually home to over 10 million animals, plants, and insects. This is the most species-rich place on Earth. So not just about our survival, but the survival of a huge portion of other species. Beyond voting and eating more plants, you can definitely donate to organizations that are helping douse these fires, keep them at least a little bit under control, and organizations that are protecting the Amazon. So this could be like the Rainforest Action Network, the Rainforest Trust, Amazon Conservation. I will link in the show notes a website that lists a whole bunch of different organizations that you can donate to. So some of these organizations will buy rainforest land, which keeps it from being used for ranching. And then some will defend the rights of indigenous people, which is also a huge issue in the area. Almost all of these organizations are concerned with climate change in some capacity. And the last recommendation I have, if you are in a position of land management at all, the latest IPCC special report that I just talked about, it did do some more like hopeful suggestions, opportunities to improve land management. And some things that we could do is adopt farming practices that are more natural to their particular areas. So this will improve soil health, it'll improve resiliency, and it will be able to better draw down carbon. Again, just increasing our carbon sinks and giving that carbon a place to go that is not the atmosphere. And we could also talk more about eliminating food waste. Food waste is one of the largest climate change accelerators that we actually do have solutions for. So just increasing your compost, eliminating food waste however you can, decreasing what you send to a landfill that will emit methane. And we can also talk about stopping deforestation and massively restoring these damaged ecosystems. So yes, the rainforest is massively being deforested. But we also can talk about other areas in your particular area or region that are victim to really harsh deforestation because of farming practices or urbanization, expanding our cities, making more suburbs. And that is all actively contributing to loss of land in some capacity. So if you do want to read more about that IPC special report on climate change and land, you can find it on the UN website. It's front and center also on the IPCC website currently. I would personally recommend if you're a regular person, not like a deeply seasoned climate scientist that you just read through the summary for policymakers, it's a lot shorter, it's only 47 pages, and the language is much, much easier to understand. If this episode was valuable at all, please go ahead and share it with your friends, share it on social media, leave me a rating review on Apple Podcasts. This is critical information about one of the biggest climate disasters of our time, and I really do want people to be informed. I also really encourage you to just bring this issue up with your friends, talk more about it, stay informed in general, read and make sure that you are staying on top of the news. I don't want this to be a news story that just gets brushed to the side when something bigger and more exciting and new comes along again because this is a story that's like actively developing something that you do need to keep on top of for your own well-being and knowledge the information in this podcast episode may not be immediately correct whenever it is that you're listening to this if you're listening to this a week later maybe it's a larger percentage of brazil that's under fire or maybe in a month a lot of these fires have been contained and there's a little bit more hope coming from the ipcc so whatever it may be just stay on top of it for your own sake if you do want to get in touch with me at all, again, my name is Laura Diaz. You can contact me. Easiest way is on Instagram at Eco Chic podcast, or my personal page is Laura E. Diaz, D-I-E-Z. And you can also email me, Laura, at lauraediaz.com. And those things are always in the show notes if you want to get in touch. Thank you so, so much for listening, and I will talk to you guys very soon.